Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, good morning or good afternoon, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. It's your boy, your least favorite podcast host in the world, Adam, and it's with his other boy, Xavier. Uh, we're just going to have a talk, and I thought, who, who better to have a talk with than uh, my childhood and always my best friend, do you need more coffee? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Alright. My best friend, Xavier. I don't know how much introduction he needs. He is a beautiful man. That's a lie. That's a lie? I disagree. I look like my dog's ass. Well, I mean, do you taste as good as your dog's ass? Whoa, man, whoa. (laughs) How would you know? How would you know that? I I don't. But you could test it. I don't want to know. You could test it. I thought this was supposed to be a little bit more serious. We're we're mature adults here. I mean, I, I I am turning nineteen soon, I guess. Yeah, I already am nineteen, so it's fine. Yeah, you can you can have. Yeah. Can. Well, I'm a philosophy major. I need to be mature. I don't need to be mature all the time. No, I need to be sincere. I can't I can't ever be serious though. I make jokes about my degree all the time. I mean, when I code, do you know how many like when uh, so like just a quick info on like coding like when you're just typing really fast and you just need to like write like a variable name just like. Just something to remember really quickly. I just do whatever the top is off the top of my head, right? So, like, I'll have, like, I don't know, for, say, like, if a game is, like, supposed to be, like, uh, having animals and then, like, they're supposed to, like, potentially on a random month, like, have a baby. Yeah. Like, I would say, like, baby maker or birds yeah. and the bees. Birds like, and the bees. I like yeah, that. Yeah. So, uh, and, like, all the time, like, sometimes you may need, like, a break code or, like, a break number for your program just in case if you need it. Like, like every computer scientist, I I don't know I don't know how many computer scientists can say that they don't put sixty nine or four twenty or six 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 as yeah. one of those numbers that like to break. Like every everyone does it, I swear. But anyways, let's let's get this the show this this debate this this conversation on the road, shall we? Is this really going to be a debate? It might be. It might end up being a debate. It might. I mean, I did bring a philosophy book, so. Oh. This could get intense, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. So, for those listening, uh, however you're listening to this, go support. No, just kidding. Uh, Smash that like <laughs> button. Hit that bell for notifications. Go support us, ladies and gentlemen. Hop on Visit Instagram, my Patreon page. Instagram. Any amount helps on Patreon, guys. You can Venmo me. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, so, for those listening, we're going to be... We're going to be telling some stories, maybe, uh, maybe some mature or immature, who knows. I mean, it depends on, yeah. We're going to randomly pick a number, and then we're going to tell a story from that year of our beautiful lives. There's not that many, actually. Yeah, hopefully, I mean. And also, Adam can't remember half of his life, so. Yeah, I have a short memory. Yeah. No good long-term memory. And then, uh, after that, we might just ask some questions and then just yeah. talk for a little bit, so listen in on these stories all right so i will start okay that's fair with this okay be that way well it's fine i'm the host so you can well it's my house so i'm the host well you can suck my toes all right i will i got nine jesus christ nine fun fact nine is my favorite number is it really yes it has always been nine. i think like some year on soccer like i chose nine as your soccer number yeah so nine has just always been my number. So it's my like lucky and my favorite. Number. And Johnny's just nice because you know, three is divisible by th- I don't know. I like three and nine. 
I'm getting a little sidetracked because I don't. What? Yeah. Can you remember? I can remember stories about you when you were nine years old. Please don't tell me. Uh, I'm not going to because what? I mean, how? What? What grade were we in? Nine? Uh, you would have been in the third and fourth grade. Who do you have in for it? Did you have Schultz? I had Schultz. Yes. Okay, so we were in the same class in both those years. Hmm. Well, this is kind of an interest. I'm not sure if it's interesting. I had like, so in Mr. Schultz, my fourth grade class, I had like never read any books. Like, I think I would read books for class. I mean, whatever books you would read for class in that time. But I think at some point, like we would have like class reading yeah we did some crap like that but i remember you talking about how you never read them yeah i never read any books like i don't recall reading at all which is hilarious now because now i'm trying to read more and i think it's a bit ironic but i had never read a single goddamn book like ever wait ever i i mean i i don't ever recall i mean i don't remember i thought you read like percy and jackson and that was later no, that was, like, in third... Because, like, that was big in third grade. I remember, like, Garrett Wong talking about that. No, I only started reading the Percy Jackson series later on. I, oh, re- really? I remember... Maybe, I mean, maybe I Maybe you just, like, spat some stuff out your ass. Probably. But, yeah, okay. uh, uh... You know, it's not that uncommon to be like, oh, yeah, I told... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, Especially yeah. when you're, like, nine years old. Like, yeah, yeah you're, you're just... You're the biggest liar on the planet. Yeah. Uh... I had started reading this book. I don't remember what it was, but I... Like, I don't even remember shit from this book, but I, I read it intense. I read it very fast. That's all I remember. But I it was like this weird story of this kid, pasty pale white kid with brown hair or like black hair. So, I mean, the, yeah, basic. But uh, something about like his hands, like catch on fire or like torch hands, some, some weird shit. It was just a really weird story. I don't recall anything about it, but I just remember, like, I think Mr. Schultz was just trying to get me to read, and, like, I found this book, and then I just dove into it. I don't remember anything from it, but I just remember, like, my mom and Mr. Schultz just talking about it, because they would talk, my mom. Well, I mean, yeah, she was, like, a big part of PTSA, wasn't she? Yeah, so she was a big part of the school, so she, she talked to my teach quite a lot so i think they were both like yes read more and i don't remember anything from this book i just remember i think like afterwards like like dumb kid fantasies like you like try like i mean for example like people like kind of waiting to get into hogwarts or whatever like shit like that where like you, you like, yeah like weird fantasy things about the book being real and like no one no one really understands i think i that was like the first book that got me into that kind of yeah. like fantasy thing and i think that's why i got big in, or i mean i never got big into reading until like now but i think that was why i was into that book because that was the only book that i was like like trying to picture myself as the character so it's just a just an escape as far as the story goes because i i can't think of anything that interesting from, as other than just some weird shit that i I guess that is when I started wearing glasses, huh? Was it? No, because you wore glasses when I met you. Well, it was third grade, but yeah. Yeah. My my decision. You did turn on, nine in third grade, so that's that's kind that's of it. yeah. It, it Awkward stories. I I picked like we had a sub in gym who would call him goggles because <sighs> yeah. he like, wore out those sports glasses that are like really really big framed yeah, and like they, they were, took up half of his face. 
not good. I, and your haircut did not match with it. They, they just clashed I so much. I was an ugly child, and I had ugly decisions, and I will always regret that. I mean, I feel like now that you're like a... You're you're a really handsome guy. I feel like I can call you ugly back then because oh, you I were was just so truthfully ugly. really. <laughs> so ugly. I mean, I was ugly. I was chubby as hell. I mean, I was not any better. But you weren't wearing like no. I wasn't wearing like flake goggles on my face every day. I, I mean, they had the strap in the back where you could like secure them to your you head. You know what's hilarious? It was like a three point seatbelt for them. You know what's funny? What? Do you see a kid wearing them? No, no, no. Well, I mean, actually, like, more kids wear them now than, like, when I was Oh, do they? Yeah. I have not seen... I don't see kids very often. Well, I mean, I I guess I've been out sports fields more. Oh, yeah, that's true. Since, you know, soccer and other stuff. We're going I'm not very athletic. Yeah, but when I... I yeah, when I, I see, like, when I was a kid, I never saw anyone else wearing them. Yeah, like, you were the only one. But, like... You were all alone in the world. Well, even when... Okay, even in, like, the sports setting. Cause that yeah, was yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they are for, is, like, a sports yes. setting. Even one in the sports setting, I never saw any Do you see kids wearing glasses? Yeah, I just saw them wearing normal glasses. Oh, okay. But but now, I actually do, like, see kids with the, the, the heavy-duty yeah. like, goggle glasses. Which is, you were just I, one step ahead of the game, bud. Yeah, I was just a couple of years early, but it's all right. Okay, you've grown up since then. You're really, you're a really attractive guy now. I think somewhat attractive. I no, you're. Dying. I mean, the the dyed hair look is not doing you any favors there, bud. But fuck off! I don't think it looks bad. No, actually, it doesn't look bad. It's like it looked worse when it was a little bit more green. Yeah, which is just it's looking better as it fades. I think. I think the story from this is if you're gonna get your hair done. Get it professionally done. Yeah, don't do it in a bathtub. In your don't do it in dorm. the bathtub of your college dorm room. That's, that's wait, was it your college dorm room? No, it was Logan's. Oh, it was Logan's. Yeah. Okay, uh, I wouldn't have done it in mine. Yeah, I wouldn't have bleached mine. We we stole a lounge, a, a chair lounge, and put it in his shower, and then we like sat me down and then rubbed it in. So, oh, like, that's if really we, good. If we stained the chair, you know, it's just the lounge chair. And it, ah, like, yeah. We, we like bleached it and like had some weird white spot on it, and then it just be in the lounge. Because the RAs would be totally fine with that. I mean, they wouldn't know who it was unless if they yeah. listened in. But anyways, I think uh, it's time for you to tell a story. All right. What, what's my number? One. one. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a different number or do you want to tell um, a story from when you were born? <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't have any memories when I. Have your parents told you any stories? About well, I mean, not really. I mean, I don't think one. anyone has. Yeah. Memory. I, I mean, mean you the, have to be hella weird. Or there funny. is only one notable thing that happened when I was one years old, and that was like a national event. Well, maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Nah. It's, yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's try a different number. Twelve. Wow. What? Oh, that was, was middle school. For me, it was sixth grade. I was right, twelve, because, like yeah. five days in middle school. Right, because you are. You are a September baby. Yeah. Huh. So you have sixth grade. What did Sixth you... grade. Oh. We, we hung out a quite a lot in sixth grade. We did hang out quite a lot in sixth grade. Oh, please. I think please that's when I was... Please don't mention a story that includes... That in... I don't know. I think that's when I started hanging out with this kid, Christian. I'm not going to say his last name for uh, for um, privacy reasons. I don't know what he's doing now. He's Last time I talked to him was like in a restaurant and he was working there and he seemed like yeah, a good guy now guys. yeah i wasn't gonna say that but yeah he was at five guys no, i don't give a shit I mean, no one's gonna listen to yeah this no one's gonna listen to this it's fine uh yeah he was he seemed like a good guy now but um he was a really bad influence for me because oh, yeah. he was just kind of a shit bag back in there's some interesting stories that, that there is um do you know that we made fun of you like behind your back it wouldn't surprise me 
No, we did. Uh, I was not a very... I was not a good person for a lot of my life. I feel like I'm a better person now, but, I mean, for periods of my life, I've just been a really, really trashy person. I mean, I feel like... I feel like that's everybody, though. Not every... I mean, like, honestly, like, Hans... Hans has always been a good person. I mean, I haven't known Hans for his entire life, so I don't think... I I mean, I've known Hans since he was, like, 13. I thought he was, like, cocky. Like, a cool kid when he was 13, but that's also when I was, like, in my grunge phase, so, like... Yeah. So what's the story? Twelve years of age. Twenty twelve years of age. Um I don't know. I guess I like I'm trying to think. And like I actually started hanging out with Christian when I was much closer to thirteen than when I was twelve. Um So precise. Yeah. I mean like if you want a good solid story from when I was twelve. Um I it can be a sad story. It can be a sad story. I mean, it doesn't have to be a sad story. I mean, I mean don't make it depressing. No, I mean, I don't need it. <laughs> there's really nothing sad that happened when I was 12. Um, good Lord. I suppose, like, okay, there is this uh, girl, what was her name? Jackie. Jackie. Do you remember Jackie? She was, like, kind of a nosy, smart-ass 12-year-old girl. I wish her the best now, but she was just kind of like a mean person to me. And the the Asian one with glasses. Yeah, I mean one of the several at our school. With glasses, named Jackie. Well, I mean, yeah, like there's <laughs> obviously one of those, but you said one of the Asian girl with glasses. At our oh, school. Like, there's okay. several of those. I mean, Ken's a pretty diverse place. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, so I suppose this is a sad story, but it's it's also kind of funny looking back on it. Um. I'm a very confident speaker now, but, um... Well, you sound good. You look good. Thank you. Sound, I mean, look good. You gotta have the confidence. I mean, we're t- we keep on talking about how we look, like, amazing. I mean, we're both just really ugly, like... I think we're just average at this point. No, we're just average. I mean, um, we want to talk each other up, but it's because we both, like, deep down know that we're just... Kind of average guys. Beta males that look average. Yeah. I feel like my jaw's gotten better, though. I feel like my jaw's really I feel better. like we're cucks. Just no, down. I don't I just, think just so. Deep down, we both know that we're just cucks, just waiting, nah. just waiting for some man to swoop in with, with and steal our girl. Yeah, and pretty much. Just I mean, I think mine is just more so that I'm. I don't know. I don't know what my problem is. I have a problem. I know that. I <laughs> the story. The story. Anyway, That's the story. so okay, the story. this girl. So I had like, I had a lot of speech impediments growing up. Like, yeah. I couldn't pronounce O's very well. I couldn't pronounce L's very well. So R's and L's were my two biggest problems. S's I had a problem with. Um, I slurred my words a lot, which I still occasionally do. Um, and so, yeah. Like, I had the speech therapist I went to, right? Because I had a speech problem. Like, I had a lot of them, and the speech therapist really helped me, right? But, like, at this point in time, I lived pretty far away from the school so I normally took the bus home um except for the days I had speech therapy because the speech therapist lived like half a mile away from our school right so I would walk to the speech therapist and then my parents would come pick me up afterwards right and I don't know how this girl Jackie found out about this but she was walking with like a bunch of the other popular girls at the time and I was by my lonesome my chubby little 12 year old self walking to the speech therapist. Or she lives in the neighborhood. She, she does live in the, Actually, so, that's true. So I assume she probably like knew that that yeah. neighbor was. I mean, I'm assuming it's by her house. Yeah, it's somewhere there. Because, like, 
And also, do you remember Ireland Shear? Yeah. Yeah, it was her mom who was my speech therapist. Really? So, yeah. Um, it's peculiar. She's famous now. Well, I mean... Well, I mean, isn't she, like, a model or something? Yeah, she's yeah. a model now. She, I mean, rightfully so. I mean... I mean, I just think it's kind of sad how, like, we're just here doing shitty podcasts and... Yeah. Like, people that, like, we know are just fucking models out there. Yeah, I mean, that's well, everybody. I mean, everybody has those people in their lives, though. Um, I feel like Hans is going to be one of those people. Right, yeah, Hans is going to come up and patent some, like, crazy new, like, medical... Yeah, he's going to find the cure for cancer. 100%. He's yeah, going to be the man to do it. <laughs> Just, like, some crazy medical invention that just saves, like, humanity. He's going to stop death. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's going to go up to the Grim Reaper and say, stop. And then stop. Grim Reaper is just going to be like, okay, then. It's on Guess Jackson. that's it. It's then. Uh, it's on Jackson. Grim Reaper is going to be the last person to die. Because Hans Erickson. Um, anyway. So, yeah. I was walking to my speech therapist one day. Just by a little lonesome 12-year-old self. Chubby self. Yeah. Chubby self. Very chubby. I don't remember I, you as chubby. But, I mean. I, I, I was chubby. I don't remember my dad being overweight either. So no, your dad was definitely. I know, but like you just like. Yeah, I mean your dad is so thin now. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of something that like. One now, like you like seeing someone thin now, you don't really remember when they yeah. weren't. As well as like if you just always like grown up yeah. with them, then you kind of just like get numb to it almost. Yeah, like I can you remember see... you. I can remember you when you were like. I've Eight years old, but I've I have a hard this. time. I burned. I have a hard time. I can remember myself when I was twelve, though, and I was pretty chubby. I'm very thin now. Well, me not very. I'm pretty thin. Yeah. But I'm. Anyway, so my my chubby twelve year old self <laughs> was walking to my speech therapist, right? And Jackie's behind me with all the popular girls, and like, all of a sudden, she's like, "Xavier, don't you live in the valley?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like. Just walk into a friend's house. She was like, no, you're going to your speech therapist. Ha, ha, ha. And starts laughing. And, like, all the popular girls start laughing at me. And it made me feel story. really, really bad about myself. This is a sad story. But you know what? I speak better than all of them now because I have training in how to speak properly. I mean, have you heard them in a while? No, I haven't. I'm just <laughs> trying to make myself feel better. That's kind of a... It's kind of a mood. It's kind of a sad story. How did she know that you lived in the valley, though? Because I took the bus? I don't know. That's I don't remember true. if that's... Like, that's not a really, like, I know, key but... detail. I don't remember if she lived... She just knew I took the bus. That's just kind of weird that, like... She called you out, like... I mean... You know what? Like... It's because my parents were looking for a new house mm. in the area around the school. Mm. And we eventually moved it, like, the end of the year. But, yeah. like... Nobody. That's... That's, like... The way she, like, introduced that as well, like... like I don't remember do that do that's it? how the conversation started. Oh, like, okay. it was very attacking. I guess, I guess... I'm, hurtful, actually. I guess I'm, like, quoting you, but, like... Yeah. I, I'm... It's an old memory, so... It's a very old memory. It's, like, seven years old now. That's tough. That's tough. That's very tough. Well, I think... We got, we got a lot of time left. Yeah, we got time to kill. You want to you wanna tell another story? I can tell another story. Okay, you can, and then I'll tell another story. Yeah, we, we can go through stories. Uh, let's do one when we were a little bit older. 18. 18. Wow, that's current. Golly gee, 18. What the fuck did I do at 18? You are 18, currently. Yeah, it's an invalid number. I, I've been eight. I'm not eight. I'm not done with 18. There's there's still a time to kill. So this is... I mean, you can tell a story from, story from earlier this year. Oh, from February. I mean, you have the you have ten months under your belt, right? Yeah, I got ten months. 
Hmm. I'm just blanking on like current stories. I'm trying to think of something from Trek, but I just. I mean, you could tell a college story. I'm not that interested. Did I tell you about the hide and seek stuff? Yeah, you did. I mean, I feel like a lot of your college stories, you call me and like, I'm just getting back from class and you're like all super excited about stuff and I'm just kind of dead. So like, yeah. Fuck it. Let's just tell the prom story, even the, the promposal story, even though. Oh, the promposal story about how I made your poster. Yeah, let's go through the whole thing. So I don't know how, I don't know how much of it you actually know. Of the, like, the asking itself. Yeah, I know, cool. I mean, I feel like I know quite a bit. Maybe not everything, but I know as much as you've told me, which has been a decent amount. Fuck off, I'm still telling it. So, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> my sister left, like, this giant, like, I don't know, like, six foot, like, it's gotta be, like, six foot or something, right? It, I'm pretty sure it was taller. No, it was probably five foot. It was fucking... It, it was uh, huge. But besides For, the point, it's one of those giant-ass stuffed animals. It was a moose. A moose, yes. And that's very important to the story. Yes. So, my sister left it, and, like, she's in L.A. now, so she wasn't going to, like, bring that on the plane. Yeah. So, I was like, well, it's in my room now, because my mom didn't want it in the, like, living room, basically. So, she's like, you keep it in your room. So, I was like, well, it's free real estate. I mean, no, it wasn't in your room. It was in your basement. I mean, at that point, basically, boys kind of just my room. I mean, I feel like that's the same for me, but we both kind of live, live in our mom's basement. In our mom's basements, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we both live in separate towns. It's just when we come back, this is our place to stay. Yeah. But, anyways, so I was like, all right. I scrapped my original promposal idea. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember that at all. So, well, this was like... Did that have candles involved in it? No, no, no. Oh, so, like, okay. my freshman year, like, my idea, like, my... You came up with a promposal in freshman year? I don't know. It was sophomore year, I think, actually. That's still sad. I'm sorry, bud. That's sad. No, but I was, I was like, this is peak comedy. This is the best promposal I could ever think of. Haha, <laughs> I made a funny. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> very funny. So... Good joke. <laughs> this, is, this is the best promposal I think I could have ever written. If, if you're listening, you're a little boy, ready to ask. This is the best way to ask someone. Is that Not- our target demographic? Is the little boys who are about to ask for prom, like ask girls to prom? Well, wedding too. This could this could oh, yeah, this could I apply mean- for your wedding. So basically, is you walk up and you have like, so you have a poster board that's white. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, I thought about <laughs> so, doing this. So you walk up with the blank side facing towards them, and then you just say something. Oh, I- please. If you have been, like, dating a girl for three years and you're ready to, like, make the move for, like, marriage, this is what you should do. I think you just say, please don't reject. I think, I ha- I don't remember what the original line was, but it was something like, It was just please- PLZ question mark. No, no, but that was the board. But what you said oh. was, was, please don't reject me. Then you flip the whiteboard over and it just says, pl- like, PLZ, PLZ question, mark. question mark. And that's all it is. That's all the poster is. And it's, like, really bad. It's, like, crayon. Yeah, like, crayon. purple crayon. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a brown. Oh, maybe a brown. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like the worst grand color. Tangerine. Yeah. Tangerine tan- orange. No, tangerine's better. Like, it's literally... I feel literally... like that's a, that's a basic, basic... No, it has to be the worst. Like, yeah. barf green. Barf green. That's that's good. Anyways, that's not what I did, sadly. I actually forgot about that. I remembered that afterwards. But, yeah. So, I was like, all right, I'm going to use this moose. It'll be cute as fuck. And I was like, Xavier, I need you to... Because Adam has has no artistic ability whatsoever. I've seen him draw. It's like literally his person. I mean, I can't can't write. 
either. So no. So, anyways, Xavier wrote it, and the punchline, the amazing punchline was. I, did I come up with a punchline, or is it? No, I came up. With okay, punchline. I came up with Luke's punchline because I have made most multiple promposal yeah. poster boards, even though I didn't ask anybody how to prom. So mine was. I hope this is amusing enough. Yeah. A. I. Yeah, we just went with a Canada theme or Canadian theme. Canadian because, theme yeah. because of the moose. So there was like a Canadian flag on it. And, there was a picture of a moose. And a moose. And um, there was another picture too. I think it was like a hockey stick and puck or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it was something that, like that. Some, something stupid, but. Something really Canadian. Yeah. So we. Are you old with that? And basically. I asked the day that Avengers Endgame came out. Not Endgame. No, Infinity it is. Infin- no, it was Endgame. Was it was it? Endgame because we were wearing we were wearing yeah, yeah, suits. Yeah, we All right, so so no spoilers, but we were wearing suits because after Infinity War, we were like, all right, Captain America's just gonna die in in Endgame. We we're like, that's just a fact. Captain America will die. And we gotta wear suits for Iron Man, Steve. Yeah, we were like, it's basically like as far as like it's like a funeral. As like film history, that's that's a funeral for Steve Rogers. Yeah. So we were like, we have to wear suits for this. So we like leaving the theater of Infinity War. We're like, we're wearing suits for the next. Well, one. no, okay. So there's more backstory to that. Ever since like freshman year, Adam has been wanting to go to a movie with me in suits, and I say, no, that's stupid. Well, I mean, I was I was a big fan of How I Met Your Mother at the time. So yeah, you. I mean, everybody should be. Yeah. I mean, Barney Stinson is the man to be. <laughs> I love watching Neil Patrick Harris. Just anything. Anything, anything with Neil Patrick Harris is just, immediately good. Anyways, so I was like, I asked that day because I went to track with this girl, right? And I had a basically, I'd been a bitch boy. And like, I, I, I guess like two days beforehand, I was like, I was like, I was like, you taking anyone? Or like, I think I asked if she had any plans. And she was like, no. She's like, what about you? And I was like, nope. And she, so then she was like, do you want to go to prom together? And I was like, look, I don't like, like you in that way, but you deserve a really, like you deserve a nice, you deserve to be not asked out to prom nice. Yeah, but you can't treat her nice on the actual prom. <laughs> That's besides the point. So, uh, we're not arguing about that. We're not, we're not debacling about that. We won't talk about that. So. I wasn't there, so I can't really talk. I was like, look, you deserve something special. So I'm not going to ask you out right now. Which I guess was ominous because when I went to go ask during the track meet, like all the underclassmen, like during, like right before, like not right before, but like before my race were like, so you, uh, nudge, nudge. When are you going to ask Annabelle? And I was just like, I don't know. I was, and well, I mean, I said that to like, like the dumb ones right and then like some like the ones i was more friends with i was like the shit's in my car i'm asking her after my race so of course the 800 is towards the i didn't even run the 800 actually i ran the 400 so then i ran the 400 and then something else went on and then she ran the 800 right yeah so i ran the 400 and i was just dead like by the way, I don't eat much before races, and I think this time I only ate, like, just a handful of... Like nuts or something? Pistachios. Oh, yeah. That's kind of your go-to. Yeah. So I had pistachios, and I came... <sighs> I came, I raced, and 
I did actually pretty well, but I just felt like garbage afterward. The 400 is just such a brutal race because it's it's so long of a sprint that you can't go like 100%, but you so badly want to at the start. And then just, so basically I had just blown everyone out the first like three quarters of the race. And then that last stretch, I was just dying, right? Mm-hmm. So afterwards, I just felt so garbage. I was like, I can't ask. Like, I'm just going to ask tomorrow. It's not, it's not worth it, right? It's just not worth it. And then Luke, my boy Luke was like looky pooky looky pooky portuguesa and portuguesa he was like we gotta do it so uh luke convinced me and basically what happened is i got off the track finally and i went off to the side of the stadium and i threw up (laughs) i didn't i didn't know that (laughs) yeah yeah i I didn't think i told you that i threw up right oh okay like my breath was disgusting like it oh yeah i mean it was just pretty much stomach acid and pistachios yeah i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna ask a girl out you gotta do it right after you throw up exactly right and i don't think she actually saw it so oh okay yeah so (laughs) imagine her seeing you like throwing up behind the stands be like oh great this guy's gonna ask me out yeah she didn't know i was gonna ask her out during the moment but anyways uh we went up i i changed up in the parking lot into the suit yeah, into the, the very nice suit. Uh, Luke grabbed the... I think he was... He had the moose. I had the poster. And I'll, like, describe it a little bit. So the stadium was down below. Wait. What? When was this? Was this, like, a March or something? This was way before prom. Because I had long hair. Yes, you had... Did long... I have a beard still? No, you had shaved the beard. I had shaved the beard. Okay, so that gives me a timeline. This was, like, April then. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. it was April. Uh, besides the point, I I was coming down this hill to go down to the stadium, right? And this was a this was a weird meet that it was four teams instead of just a duel. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the four of us going at it. It was two duel meets held at the same track for some reason. So the the meet was running late, which mm-hmm. is why I showed up to the movie theater late. Yeah, okay, because you showed up. Because, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that I showed up hell That was a so, bad experience. So I had to ask, like, early. I wanted to ask after she had finished her race, but there just wasn't time because I had, like, 10 minutes to get, like, to South Center, like, from KM. Yeah. It was just never going to, like, I had to go across town, basically. To get, yeah, I mean, I that's, a, that's a ways from KM to South Center. I had, like, 10 minutes. For those of you who are watching and are curious about geography, if you live in western Washington, you probably pretty much know what we're talking about and hope for that didn't help anyone that doesn't live in Washington. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but anyways, I I went I went walking down this hill and like realized there's twice the amount of people there usually is, and everyone that's not racing. I mean, I don't even think there were any races going on. I think they were setting up. Was just staring at me and Luke walking down this hill, like every. I and the worst part was is I had like coughed up like a last piece of pistachio and like spit it out and i was like should i go grab a mint and then we're and then luke was like i don't think we got time and then i looked up and everyone was staring and i was like well getting the show on the road <laughs> so yeah i hope she didn't smell my breath because it was probably so gross oh yeah but anyways uh like people were recording i don't even know who the fuck was people were recording this like oh as, really yeah people were putting it on, i mean they were probably just putting it on snapchat yeah snap but, story yeah uh like oh my god this is so precious <laughs> why doesn't anyone do this for me yeah so I, I walked through and I asked her and then 
I mean, she said yes, obviously. Because, you know, I'm such a beautiful man. Oh, yeah. yeah. And your breath smelled wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Like, heavenly. We, we took some pictures. And then I was like, all right, good luck on your race. I got a dip. And I just fucking left. And, like, people hey. were, like, high-fiving me. They are like, good job, bro. That's, like, a precursor to what happened to prom. <laughs> I got a dip. <laughs> I never dipped. Okay. Fuck off with that. So, uh... Yeah, so I ran up, basically. Keep in mind, I had just ran the 400, and I just threw up from this race, so I was already dead. I barely got there, like, in time. I think we I showed up when they started, like, showing trailers. So I, I went, I showed up to the mall, and there was no, I mean, it was, like, 6 o'clock. Yeah, there's no par- parking. So I This was park- opening night of, Infi- of Endgame. Yeah, so I had to park. I think this might have been the opening show. Yeah, it was. Okay. So I had to park super far away, right? And I was like, I'm already late. So I started running in my suit. And I probably can I, can I show you? My, can I tell you my perspective of the story real quick? You can tell it a little bit. But okay. yeah. So anyways, I was just running in a suit, right? And I, keep in mind, I look gross. Like I'm already sweaty. I mean, I you, did. I don't remember you looking that bad. I mean, I did. You looked try, better than I did. I did try to like hygiene up a bit before yeah. I asked. Like I did put on reapplied deodorant. I had like a sweat. Like I don't know what to call it. Like like, like the thing that. Like, girls use for like makeup remover I oh use yeah for, like yeah i use that for sweat most of the time like if i'm like really gross i, I didn't i didn't know that you did that that's yeah, it gets like the dirt off like if i'm if i yeah do. so i did that in like but anyways my hair like it was super grown out long and i had the beard oh was attempt, this when you still had the beard my attempt of a beard yes so. oh this had to be okay i think I know. this was like early april then i think it was late april was it late April? I mean, I, sh- I only shaved and, you know, got the haircut a week before. And I think... Oh, yeah, that's true. It was in May. Because you grew it out. You said you were going to grow it out for, like, two months, and then you grew it out for, like, a little longer. Yeah. But anyways, so I was just running, looking, like, kind of gross. And I was just running, and people were like, you go, man. Like, I don't know what the fuck... I think they were, like, thinking, like, I was on a date, or, like, I was trying to get to a girl. <laughs> but I really was just trying to get to Endgame as fast as possible. But people were, like, cheering me. Granted, people were looking at us. They probably thought we were on a date. Yeah. We were both wearing suits. So, what, what's your perspective on the Okay, whole? so, I sh- you told me to meet up at, like, what, 5.30? Well, I thought the I thought the race was... Yeah, you thought we were going to go wake center, right? So, I showed up to South Center at 5.30, all by myself. I had just, like, not just, but, like, a year before this, I had lost a ton of weight, and I didn't wear super, like, I wore, like, nice clothing at the time, but not, like, suits, right? So, I never bought another suit, right? Yeah. So, I just had the suit that was, like... Four sizes too. I'm like a 36 in the shoulders. I used to be like a 40 because I was a chubby man in freshman year. I mean, you looked good. I thought you looked good. Okay, but I was wearing this like huge suit, right? And it was like a really weird, it was like old and like really weird. Um, and I was wearing this huge suit. I had long hair like down past my shoulders because I used to, I mean, I still I, I, I've never been a hippie, but I've always been a hippie kind of... It's like a l- weird thing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a philosophy major, I guess is what I should say. Yeah. Um, you inherently should have long hair. I mean, yeah. I also want to be in the military, though, so I'm never going to have long hair again. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I might grow it out again but in college, but like, probably not. Um, so, I'm standing there in a really big suit. <laughs> it's way too big for me. <laughs> um, and I have really long hair. And I have, like, a really bad stubble because, like, it had been a couple of days since I shaved, I think. Yeah. And, like, I didn't have a proper razor. I just had, like, a really bad electric razor. And I, like, like used that to shave. 
And granted, I do have a stubble currently, and I still use that razor to trim my stubble, but, like, it was, like, not, it was not very, grown out very long. It was, like, a really short stubble. It looked yeah. weird. And I just, like, kind of looked like I was part of, like, a really, really bad wannabe organized crime ring. Like, some kids played GTA, GTA 5 once. It was like, I'm going to do that. That's what I looked like. Um, and I was just sitting there with my really bad burner phone at the time, which was my iPhone 5. Like, you know the blue ones? Like, yeah. the colored ones? I the had 5C. The, the yeah. 5C. I had a blue iPhone 5C constantly on the phone saying, when are you going to be here? You're late. We need to do this. People thought it was probably going to be like... Oh, yeah. People probably thought I was, like, a really bad, like... I mean, people could have thought it was, like, a robbery or something. Yeah. (laughs) And people were just, like, giving me weird looks. I always have been, like, somebody who attracts bad attention whenever I walk into a place. Like, I was at lunch the other day with my boy Paul, and I looked at a woman, and she was, like, not even done with her meal, right? I happened to glance at this woman. I didn't even, like, stare at her. I just glanced across at her. She stood up and walked out of the restaurant. <laughs> that's tough. That's really tough. That's a bad sign. And like I was I mean you're no man that has has walked in and thrown a McChicken though. No, I have never thrown a McChicken <laughs> and made it explode across one of my friends' faces. That's a different story. That's, that's a different, different story. Did it explode across my face? No, I don't think so. I think no, it exploded. I think it exploded air. midair. Besides the point. I was hit by shrapnel. Hit by shrapnel. That's that's tough. Being lettuce. <clears throat> I think a bun might have great great for too. I don't think so. I think you were safe. I remember it a little differently. Yeah. I mean, you're the one that threw it, so. Anyway, so I looked like a, I don't know, really bad gang member. Really bad mafia member? Yeah, mafia. Like, not like a gang, but like mafia. I mean, mafia is kind of Mafia bad. is a gang, but it's not a gang in the same sense. Like, it's not, it's not a cool gang. Well, I mean, it is a cool gang, but like in a different sense. It's like the like 50-year-old cigar-smoking kind of gang, not the, uh, not the, not the young cool king i mean like i don't know do you want to do some questions are you ready for some questions yeah i'm ready for some questions all right i think in honor of this podcast and the title of this podcast i think you should already know where this question's going what's the title of this podcast well i mean are you talking about this series of podcasts or like this why do good girls like bad guys why don't they like the nice guys? <laughs> I told you I was hitting. I was. I told you to be prepared. I'd be hitting you with some deep philosophy questions. This, this is less than what I thought it would be. I, I'm. I'm a little. I'm a little blindsided by this question. My questions were a little bit more deep. Um, I mean, I feel like that's a logical fallacy. You think so? Yeah. I mean, do you want me to pull out my uh, my critical thinking book? Actually, I think it's I think it's in Ellensburg because I don't read it, so I wouldn't bring it back. But um, you know, I think it's a fallacy, in a lot of I mean, I there are obviously cases, but I think it's a hasty generalization. If I'm gonna name the fallacy, uh, I think that there are girls who like good guys because I mean, honestly, like look at the people we know. I mean, Bailey and Hans. Bailey's a girl girl. She loves Hans. Hans is a good guy. Katie and Thomas. Katie's a good girl. Thomas is a good guy. I mean, like... Are you ready for my counter-argument? Ready for me to shred your argument? No. Yeah. I think, for me personally, what I see in it is, like... I see, like, 
these guys are just super childish. Like, oh yeah, like, and and like how I see it is like girls when they're younger and not trying to cast a cage, cast a, catch, catch a, a case. case. Having a stroke, sorry, catching a case. But I feel like girls, I mean, really, kind of anyone when they're starting the date, like they're gonna make bad decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how you learn, you know, when or like whom is a whomst whomstava is a good guy yeah and who to date right you mm-hmm. learn that through trial and error for the yeah. most part and very rarely do you get get it right on the first shot and obviously i think there's some girls that like never really learn that lesson obviously i don't i don't know what it is. but i feel i mean i feel like they will it's just we're 19 or 18 that's true i mean and for, we're, for we're the, still young up to this point they still haven't learned the lesson yeah which everyone learns at their own rate so can't be too judgmental of them but like i think these guys like they see that that potentially that they still haven't like or at least some girls haven't learned their lesson yet or some people haven't learned their lesson yet right i think they see that and then they try to generalize it to like all girls just because the girls that they're trying to go after just have that or they're just like some beta syndrome of like they want a really nice girl and then they think that just being nice is like all it takes like or like initially like you know you have oh, to, are you talking about nice guys yeah nice okay, guys. No, okay i feel like nice guys like they i mean think like like the initial like just doing something initially nice yeah that should like it, it makes someone. they're entitled by opening a door yeah. for somebody yeah i mean it's childish like yeah the entitlement and like maybe like generalizing like certain cases that are not of everyone you know oh you should date me because i opened a door for you and i buy you like no you're not even sucking my dick i opened the door for you i i held the door for you for like three seconds how is that not worth five minutes of head i mean bro yeah it's kind of an like they view it as more of an exchange like i feel like they don't by doing something they should be entitled to blink i feel like they don't understand that like things take they take time i mean yeah things take time they need to develop right i mean and also like there's just like an interest thing like i mean there's an interest thing but i feel like you know someone may be interested in you like they might think you're yeah and they might think you might be like initially exciting to talk to right but like that true care and that like relationship status of like liking you that takes a lot of time and a lot of trust and that's not going to come through like basic kind deeds that just makes you look like a decent person which is something that might add to yeah your worth or you're like someone being interested in you but it's it's not enough to make you desirable you know yeah it's it's something that i think is a factor and i feel like those nice guys when they like when it's kind of brought to them that they're not desirable to certain people. They have a hard time accepting that because they feel like they're being nice, therefore they're desirable. Yeah. And I feel like, let me take me for instance. I mean, I feel like I'm a, I'm not a nice guy, right? But I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty polite guy, especially when I first meet somebody. Um, well, actually, mainly when I first meet somebody. I know I can be kind of a, kind of a butthead sometimes, but, um, like when I, when I initially meet somebody, I'm pretty, pretty. Like, I try to be composed and very kind and stuff. And, like... For sure. I, I definitely accept that very few people find me desirable. And that's okay. Like... I don't think that's true. 
Adam, I'm 19, and like I have not gotten close to dating anybody. I mean, I could list other people that are in the same boat. I mean, yeah, but it's it's a good time to start. That's, that's all I'll say. Like, I don't. Know. I don't want to sound like a bitch boy, but like, it's not happening, Chief, and that's okay. I think it'll happen eventually. Oh, it will yeah. happen eventually, but you know, I mean, like, as of right now, it's like. What a term, baby. You never know. I mean, granted, there's somebody I could meet, you know, let's say first day of winter quarter, and, like, they find me. Maybe there's but, someone right in front of me that's just not looking. I mean, there is, but we're not going to talk about that. Cause, I'm uh, right here. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that you. Oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm just yeah. going to confess my love to you right now on a podcast. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, totally. You have a... You have a question for me? Uh, Maybe yeah, a couple? Um, so, my question for you is, like, not on the same track at all. But, um... Disappointing. But... I, actually, like... I'm a little worried that this podcast is going to make me seem like a nice guy. Um, You're a nice guy. What can I say? Yeah, fuck you. Um, mother, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. He's not. What's your question? I said mother. Yeah, you're not sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, I yeah, thought you said yeah. he's not. I said my mom, who is a guy, isn't listening. No, 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 you said, nah, okay. you said mom, I'm sorry. I'm, I said he's I'm, not. I'm tiny brain, so it's kind of hard for me to understand it's, words. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, my question is, uh, how do you feel about AI? AI? You're asking the computer scientist. Yeah, the computer AI. scientist. I figured you'd ask the philosophy major, like, something about life and death or something like that. No, why would I? Yeah, I don't know. That's... <laughs> I'm lost on that. <laughs> AI... I don't understand, well, okay, I understand, but I think people like to, and I think it comes with, like, things that they don't really understand as much. Yeah. They like to fantasize things, so the whole, like, AI is going to, like, ruin our lives, or, like, AI is going to, like, be the death of humankind because, like, or, like, people can take advantage of AI or, like, household AI items. And also there's that entire concept of, like, if it's new, it's going to destroy the world. Yeah, which... I mean, you just can't, like, it's just because they don't understand. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, people who, not to sidetrack, but, like, when the Large Hadron Collider, do you know what that is? No. It's a particle accelerator in, like, France. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when they flipped on their switch, which happened to be on my eighth birthday, by the way. When they flipped on their switch, people, like, had been protesting it for years, because it was in development for something like 30 years. And they are protesting it, and they said, it's going to, like, cause a black hole and destroy the world, right? And the... Scientists are scientists, and they're kind of dumb. So they said there is a there's there is a, a, a greater than zero chance of that happening, but it's not going to happen. And you know, people were like, "Oh, greater than zero chance, oh, it's going to happen." Like, yeah, I mean, but like for... the fact that unicorn flying down from the sky with Santa Claus on it is a less is a greater than zero percent chance of happening. I mean, like yeah. anything like that. But like anyway, back to AI. I mean, as far as AI goes, I mean. We're not there yet, but truly the the possibilities are kind of, like, beyond belief. Like, I mean, I can hypothesize and, like, try to think of, like, what good it will do, but as far as technology goes, it's very hard to see where things go. Like, 20 years ago, no one really saw that our phones would be this small and they'd yeah. be all glass and be so fancy. Like, no one saw that 20 years ago, and, I mean, I doubt anyone will know where... 20 years in, in the future where AI will be but as far as like the medical potentials for that 
just in itself is like mind-blowing just knowing that like maybe in regions of the world or regions of like different countries that we could have ai performing where you know maybe we can't get doctors you know there's many parts of the country that don't have like when hans isn't available (laughs) like (laughs) yeah there's there's many parts of the country where like good medical assistance isn't available yeah and having ai is a i mean uh, obvious like short-term cost is very high but long-term like you don't have to pay them a fee you know Mm -hmm. and or like a wage so that in itself is i think a very valuable thing just in medical as far as like everything else goes it can really i think the most thing is the, the largest thing is it can expedite you know the processes very like incomprom incompre- having a stroke again sorry it's wild okay <laughs> the things that ai will be able to do shit is whack, whack. it's whack the things it's going to be able to do as far as just like day-to-day things like just like just having a day-to-day ai like knowing that yeah. like you want you know your coffee made in the morning at you know like what time like that's your, and in a certain way right yeah like that in itself is like like not having to teach it and it, yeah. like learning itself like just the day-to-day processes that can be changed with ai in itself is just mind-boggling yeah not even like considering like the good it will do just as far as like a, i mean it will be doing good for us but as far as like non-humanitarian like world saving things like it will do a lot of uh good for the day the day-to-day basis and yeah I mean, you can't think about it too much. You just kind of have to focus on the now and, like, improve what's going on now to get to the future. But, yeah, it's it's going to be wild. I yeah. I think the next 20 years, just like 20 years ago, no one expected phones. Oh, yeah. If you were to ask, like, somebody... I mean, the, I mean what did they think? Yeah. They think, like, working. flying cars, right? Oh, actually, no. There's actually a couple of cool things about what they thought. Like, there's some AT- AT&T ads from, like, 1993 or something like that that, like... It's what is it called? Um, I forget what they're called, right? But like, they predict things about the future, and some of them are like pretty cool and pretty accurate, right? Really? And like the ideas are like pretty accurate, but the way that they predict people go about those ideas yeah. are just like not at all true. Like, they like envision a system of like, for example, like GPS, right? Yeah. And they envision that, but like. It's, like, just, like, kind of, like, a POV. It's, like, a screen that has a POV perspective, like, a digital car and, like, a digital street, right? And it's, like, that, even though... I mean, like, it is kind of like that, but it's more like a map in real life, right? Yeah. Or they, like, imagine, like, streaming services, right? And you can see any movie anytime. But you have to go to, like, a movie library to do it, right? Because, I mean, cultures just change so much. They didn't think we'd do everything from our homes. Yeah. I mean, back then, you'd go yeah. out for anything, really. Yeah. I mean, even, like, nineteen ninety six yeah. something like that i mean amazon was like just starting out i think yeah so i think in the future i mean like truly like what it will end up being will be i mean very different than one inconceivable yeah inconceivable but i think the good it will do will be just beyond i think it is probably will be the greatest technology yeah. of, it, of our time i think some something that's kind of funny to think about is like you know how like even though our phones are incredibly advanced and super cool right we still get annoyed at them like earlier when i was getting that Allstate app notification yeah. even though i didn't download the Allstate app i do not have all state insurance right well, i kept on getting an app i'm like oh this is stupid like i imagine like some 19 year olds in like 20 years from now 
are gonna be like why is my ai thinking like i want milk in my coffee like that's just so dumb i never told it that like yeah bro like i just had one friend come over one time and have milk in his goddamn coffee and now every time my fucking ai wants me to have milk in my goddamn coffee god like it's gonna be something funny like that like something yeah i think yeah i think technology is kind of sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh you're fine i think technology is kind of like we always envision it to be gold and pristine when technology is just going to be faulty at times. And I feel like I feel like technology progresses a lot and advances, but human attitude toward technology <laughs> kind of remains the same. Like, in the 50s, people would kick a refrigerator, right? Now you have those immature kids who, like, throw their phones. I used to throw my phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. But you always throw it. At least you threw it under your bed. I would throw it at school. Oh, really? But I had the OtterBox, so it like, would never break. But I think the internals got fucked. Yeah, tell that to your tell that to your TV. <laughs> That's besides the point. We don't. And it wasn't a phone; it was a controller. We don't. We don't focus on that. Well, okay. Let me think of another question here. I know I had one. All right, we'll keep we'll keep these two questions a little quick. When do you think, or do you think, there's a right age to die, or do you think? that you want to have certain things you do you think it more of is like a checklist on like what you need done before you kick the bucket or do you just think it as more of like a time like and you're just like well it's my time to my time I, to go cuz i i physically can't move on in the future like so I make a lot of jokes about, like, oh, when I can't wipe my own butt anymore, I'm going to tell my oldest son to bring out my 44 and shoot me in the head if I can't do it myself, right? Like, I make jokes about that, right? But, like, one, like, I just want to put out there I'm not suicidal, I promise. They're just, they're, they're jokes, right? Because, you know, I live in a conservative town, you know. It's just a, that's a very There's this very strong conservative values of, like, oh, if I can't, you know, drive myself to the doctors, then it's time for me to go, right? Like, I mean, like, it's like taking life into your own hands, right? But, I mean, I think the actual, like, my answer is, like, in short, um, I think, I don't know, this is the inner philosophy major in me. I mean, I think that when it's time for me to die, I will, like, I will die when it's time for me to die. I mean, that's not necessarily my decision to make. Um, I feel like medicine, though, like, just as far oh, as med- medicine. Oh, for, for medicine? Like, well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, medicine itself, like, can prolong life for such a long yeah. time. Like. Do you think at that point, like, there's, like, if, if medicine is the only thing, and, like, modern-day medicine is the thing that's keeping you alive, is there, is there a point? You know, being the, uh, the philosophy major, I am. I know being the philosophy. Yeah. Being the philosophy major. Oh, yeah, I'm a philosopher. Oh, look at me. I know everything. I'm a, a first-year no, philosophy know. major? Oh, wow. Someone say, bitch, boy. Anyways. No, um, I, I personally think that uh i don't know i'm i had a train of thought here let me let me try to re let me try to get back onto the train i'll rob it if i have to um i think that like personally from a personal standpoint if there was an option to prolong my life i wouldn't take it um i think that oh we're back on the train boys so um i think that and, like, Taoism and stuff, for example, there's kind of, like, concept of duality. Like, there's the yin and the yang. There's good and bad. There is 
black and white. I think that this is the same for life and death. I think that they give each other meaning. And if you were to prolong your life inevitably, um, I don't think that would be... I think that it would take away a lot of meaning from life. Because the beautiful thing about the things that you experience in life are given value. Is this making sense? I'm like, just thinking of Tony Stark and part of the journey is the end. I'm just thinking of that quote right now. But yeah, uh, I, I, I get what you mean. Like, life... Life is given meaning by death. Of course. You get to choose certain things that you do in your life, and you'll miss out on other things. But there's no point in there's no point to anything if you experience everything. There's always going to be something you don't know. There's always going to be something you don't do. You shouldn't regret it. You shouldn't have, you know, like, you know, you shouldn't be on your deathbed thinking, oh, if only I did blank, right? Um, I, I mean, think you should be thankful. Like, you, you should be didn't. thankful of what you've had, what you've experienced, who you've known, who you've talked to. You're not going to talk to all 7 billion people on the planet. Damn. You got to really, like... Death is what gives life meaning, and, like, I personally think it's a very, like, beautiful thing when, I mean, this is getting into some weird territory, right? But, like, I'm somebody who definitely believes that, you know, death is a part of life, and it should be... Xavier's just out here, like, smiling and laughing at a man's funeral. You'll be you'll be no. laughing at my funeral. You'll be like, this is so beautiful. <laughs> I mean... I... <laughs> um, I... He's crying tears of joy. Actually, he's like, he's like, I oh, thank God he's gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's that's kind of tough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, for example, when like my grandfather died, right? I mean, like, I wasn't sad about it. Like, I miss my poker playing with him and like the experiences I had with him. But I, I mean, like, it was his time to go. He lived a very cool and awesome life. Um, and I'm glad I got to know him and well, when I say know him, I mean, I just played poker with him. That's literally it. But I mean, I'm glad I got to experience his presence. Not everybody can say that. Right. And I'm very grateful for it. And when he died, I'm just happy for the time I had and I wasn't sad about it. Like I just accepted it and it's time to move on with my life, and I hope that people feel the same about me when I go. I mean, they're just kind of happy to have experienced... I feel like you should disclaim. There's probably, like, an initial sadness there. Oh, I mean, like, there was, like... I, I just don't want people to think that you're, like, some unempathetic, like, oh, yeah, ass. I mean, like, just, like, I felt nothing for him. Like, no, I mean, like... Yeah, no, no. Let's I, say, I know like, what you mean, but I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I, I am sad for, like, a little bit, but it's not, like... Some people, like my grandmother, which I understandably showed, so she spent a lot of yeah, of course. Time with him because, you know, they were married and everything. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, she was really sad when uh, he went. And I think she's, like, still kind of... Maybe broken isn't the right word over it, but, she, I mean, she's heartbroken by it. And, like, yeah. I wasn't like that. Um, I know a lot of people in my family were, like, really sad when he went and maybe that's because i was never super close with him like i said like i basically played but i was his poker buddy yeah i mean he also lived in alaska right i mean like i just wasn't up there very often but understandably yeah i mean um but i mean yeah i mean i think death is something that should be you know i mean like there's definitely a mourning part of it but i mean i feel like people 
It's got kind of kind of off topic. I mean, we went from mourning death. We went from when is appropriate to die to how should we mourn. It is kind of a tangent. It is a tangent. They're, okay, they're, I'll go back. They're they're related. I mean, they're they're related. I mean, they're both surrounding death, right? I know. I think I think it's an. I think. I think we covered some good topics there. So if you want to ask me a last question, okay, for the viewers, for the listeners. So, okay, let me grab my book. The book of knowledge. <laughs> the book of knowledge. Aren't all books of knowledge? I mean, even Donald Trump's the art of the what is it? The art of the con or something? No, art of the trade. Art of the trade. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I'm kind of curious now. What is um, Donald Trump's book? He's probably written a couple. You and when so? I say written, I mean like he he said some he spat <laughs> some bars and somebody else wrote it down for him. Yeah, I mean, have you read his, like, 3 a.m. tweets? No, I are... haven't, because I don't Well, want I mean, to. you've probably seen the headline. They're just terrible. Well, like, yeah, no, they're pretty bad. His literacy skills are just god-awful. I mean, I, I don't go wrong. I love this country, and I do want to serve it, but, like, man, I'm not excited. To... The art of the deal. That's the art of the deal. <laughs> god bless him. Somebody remember? has to. <laughs> I remember it as the art of the con. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he wrote it. I thought about getting one of my really, like, conservative roommates at Central. I thought about getting, um, a book that was, um, what is it called? The Mueller Report. <laughs> um, I decided that was probably against good judgment. You're taking a while for this question. I am. I mean, like, it's... Did you not have the, the page? No, I don't have the page. Like... Do you remember the quote? I kind of, like... It's... I thought it was in the first... It might be in this chapter. Um, anyway, so in Buddhism, there's this concept of interbeing, right? And this concept is that everything exists in relation to other things. And it's kind of similar to, like, if you look at, like, relativity in science, like, things are only in motion compared to other things, Right? Yeah, you have a frame of perspective. Yeah. How do you feel about the concept that everything, like, this concept of kind of everything has a universal value, everything is universally equal, because we wouldn't, like, let's look at this little toy truck, which I have. Like, if this toy truck did not exist, the universe wouldn't be the same as it is now, and thus the universe requires this little toy truck in order to be complete. How do you feel about that? Like, without this truck, the universe wouldn't exist. How do you feel about that concept? Well, it would exist, just not in the same way. But, I mean, the truck is there for a reason. Is it? Yes. Is it so we can have this podcast? Yes. Yeah, the truck is the reason for a podcast. <laughs> Maybe I'm not framing the question in the right way. I, you know, philosophy is is good and all. And I have been reading some philosophy. But I think, like... Taking philosophy with, like, a grain of salt for your day-to-day kind of things. Yeah. I think, obviously, and maybe I'm a little biased because I think I value, like, I value certain relationships more than others. Yeah. And I think that kind of, like, makes me, like, mute out others. So, like, maybe, like, acquaintances I just don't care as much about i guess i mean obviously you care less but like i feel like i do it in a more extent way yeah and i think i 
do that with objects as well. But I I understand like the idea, right? I get that the idea is kind of like we live in relation to everything around us. And that's very, I mean, that's good and all. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's good for like understanding your place or like understanding like where you are in the world. Because, I mean, where you are is in the perspective of everything else relative to you. I think that's good enough for like deep thought. Yeah. And uh, maybe meditation or whatnot. But I think as far as a reality standpoint, it's maybe not something that everyone would consider on like a day-to-day basis. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not something that like, since it's more discreet and more subtle things in your life that you maybe not consider your relation to that like in a day-to-day busy busy western lifestyle that we yeah. probably won't think about it and it probably doesn't mean much to like us you don't think about the grain of sand in thailand you know the one grain of sand and how that is pivotal to the way you live your life yeah you don't think about the butterfly flapping its wing out of hurricane Wow. I mean, it. I guess I am talking about the butterfly effect in a way. I mean, I was. Well, not specifically. Not specifically. I, mean, I feel like that it's, can it's be a similar concept. I feel like that's more of like a derivation of yeah of this kind of the concept idea. of complete interbeing. Yeah. Like everything requires everything else to like. A example of the quote is like, and I'm reading this book by Alan Watts, who is one of my favorite philosophers. If anybody knows who that is, that is if anybody's listening to this podcast. No one is. Absolutely no one is. No one. Absolutely no one is. Like, maybe three people. Maybe three people. Your mom, my mom, and I think my mom is going to be disgusted by this podcast. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I'd probably be disgusted with this podcast. That's I mean, why I, I am disgusted with this podcast. That's why I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> I'm going to start my own podcast. Though. No, I'm probably maybe I don't know. Well, please don't. Please don't steal the show from me. I'm not going to. St- I mean. If I start a podcast, it's going to be probably about, like, less story time. I don't know. Okay, Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Connie. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you, good sir, for, I mean, this this doesn't require you much to, to hop on this podcast, but thank you. Uh, if you would like to shout out at all or uh, talk about anything exciting going on, this is your your moment to speak last and uh, so for those of you that think that there's no good in the world I want you to watch um, some Mr. Rogers clips and really and maybe some Bob Ross clips and really <laughs> contemplate like they're coming how you out could, with a Mr. Rogers they are and it's Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks is like my favorite act. like Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington are like my favorite actors so like Granted, Denzel big, Washington is not going to be in the movie, unfortunately. But I'm becoming a big fan of Idris Elba, to be honest. I think he's he's a solid yeah. actor. Tom Hanks is like he's like the yeah. Guy. No, I mean he's he's solid. He's, he's he's. I love Tom Hanks. Prefer. I mean, I prefer Nick Nicholas Cage. But oh, well. <laughs> see, there's like two level. Like Tom Hanks, as far as emotion showing goes, like Tom Hanks is like oh. up here. Nicholas Cage is like. Like when his wife no dies, he's just like. You, by the way, just, just you, Oh yeah, yeah no, yeah. okay. He's, Tom Hanks has a special place. Yeah, and I think he should. He's kind of an American hero. Yeah. And I think it's very reflective. I mean, he's just naturally a pretty good guy, and like I think it's like, if anybody was gonna be playing Fred Rogers, it's good that Tom Hanks is. All right. Yeah. Well, I think this was 
this is a fun talk and to everyone listening out there 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 might be another one out in the next couple weeks i don't know i don't got a schedule for this uh but this has been the first episode and i think it was a good start to potentially uh short maybe long who knows who knows who knows we'll see where this goes probably no one will listen to this let's be real if even one of you watches it it's still a failure Hit that like button. Subscribe. subscribe hit hit that bell. notification. Oh, what is it? Hit the bell for notification. Hit the bell for notification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're we're gonna get some like we're gonna get that you know that YouTube. You oh know, yeah, the ad revenue. The ad. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. like even like the awards. Like we're really good at saying goodbye, aren't we? Oh, we're goodbye. Just end it.